Welcome back to another edition of the DNBR Rams podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. We have been talking about conference realignment for a week, pretty much consistently. Going to take a little break from that. I think everybody can use a couple of days to focus on something else. So today we're going to talk about recruiting, which is going really, really well for CSU football. Neither 247 or on 3 have all of the commits listed. I don't know if they're just slacking on this region or what. But uh, on 3 actually has CSU listed as the top rated recruiting class in the entire conference right now. 247 has CSU second. But again, neither site has all of their commits listed at this point. Hopefully they figure it out, I guess. I mean, it's, it's definitely a little bit disappointing. I know a lot of people subscribe to those sites. It would be nice if they had all the correct information. I will say, though, I'm, I'm sure the pandemic, you know, played a big factor in, in kind of the delay and it'll take a couple of classes for them to pick up steam or, or whatever. I'm not, I'm not trying to take a bunch of shots or anything like that. I like both sites. I use them a lot. I just, you know, there was a time when they had all of CSU's commits, you know, it, it was always up to date. So hopefully we get back to uh, that point at some time in the near future. Again, not trying to take a bunch of shots or anything. Don't take it the wrong way. All right, before we talk about some of these most recent commits, got to shout out the homies over at DraftKings Sportsbook. The action never stops there, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the summer like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right, make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you're going to get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, there's same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, props. Your betting options legit feel endless. I'm obviously a, a big college football guy, so right now is kind of the, the slower time for me, sports fandom-wise. But, you know, there's a lot of great preseason bets you can get in, whether, you know, you're, you're betting on, you know, futures for the college football playoff to win the conference. They have it all. They have some week zero and week one lines. So go check all of it out. Again, our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. They're safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That promo code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, all right, all right. We're going to talk about the individuals. I also want to mention that we're going to have some of them on the podcast in the near future. Uh, the plan was to have more of them on last week, but I did not factor in the 4th of July. Duh. And so a lot of people were busy. Uh, so it made more sense to just get back in touch with everybody this time around. It's going to be fun. I always enjoy this process, getting to know them a little bit before they get to campus, get a sense of of just, you know, what they're like and all that makes for a smoother transition process, you know, when they actually are on campus versus, you know, like all the transfers that, that came from Nevada. Our first interaction was, it was fine. Don't, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong or anything like that, but you know, it was a lot of introductions. And when you do this for the podcast, you get to get that part out of the way. Anyways, I am straying off topic. I don't want to get too repetitive because I've made a lot of these points both in my articles and on the podcast in the past, but it's really clear that the goal for this recruiting class was to get more athletic on both sides of the football, but particularly defense. 
I mean, dang near everybody that they're recruiting is a, a multi-sport athlete. A lot of people that run track, a lot of basketball players, some of the guys that they're recruiting are not going to be playing the positions that they played in high school. Again, that's not that important. They just want, they want to get bigger. They want to get stronger. They want to get faster. Ultimately, we'll have to see how it all plays out in the end. But, you know, I, I've been pretty honest that I firmly believe that this is a smart approach. You are somewhat reliant on your position coaches really being effective and, and doing their jobs and, and coaching these guys up. But Norvell has been around the block for a long time, coached at a lot of big time programs. Freddie Banks, although his resume is, is not as long, has a nice track record as well. So again, you still have to execute, but count me as a believer of this approach. I, I just I like what this staff is doing. I like the recruiting pipelines that they're setting up. I like that they're recruiting a lot of logical areas. I mean, they aren't a ton of states. They they're, you know, landing guys from, you know, Illinois and Indiana and Louisiana as well. But the the vast majority of this recruiting class is, you know, California and you've got some Washington, Oregon in there, a couple of Colorado kids. And then Texas, which, you know, you, you always have to recruit California and Texas. And this school or this staff, I should say, has just a, a lot of advantages on the West Coast in states that the, the last staff just did not really have access to. They were kind of going all over the Northeast and stuff. And it's not that you can't land, you know, players from there. I just think that the track record from these West Coast schools is is pretty high. And it, it's a lot of the places you're going to be playing. I think culturally they're very similar. I don't, I mean, I've talked about all this in the past. Again, I don't want to get too repetitive here. I just, I like what this staff is doing from a recruiting perspective. The last thing I want to say before I talk about some of these 2023 commits, and actually CSU fans have been really, really good about this from what I've seen uh, this recruiting cycle and the last cycle as well. Just, you know, don't, don't tweet negatively. Even, even if somebody flips their commit, I mean, it's bound to happen at some point. We all know how this process works. The early signing period isn't until December. A lot can happen between now and then. If any of these guys at CSU has verbally committed, really blow up and get a ton of you know interest from you know big sexy schools, it's tough to keep them. You know, so realistically, the Rams will probably lose a couple of guys at some point. They'll also probably pick up some guys you don't expect to to sign. That's just all a part of the recruiting game. If you're a fan, though, you just you got to keep it all in perspective. Remember that, you know, these these guys, they have every right to choose where they want to go to school. I don't know. I just I went back and I saw some of the really terrible things that people tweeted at Mason Muau, the wide receiver that flipped his commit from Hawaii to Colorado State. And it was just really, really volatile. And I, I understand the disappointment from the Hawaii fan side. He was the first commit to you know, verbally commit under, or the first recruit to verbally commit under Timmy Chang. So losing him, especially a local kid, that that hurts. It, it stings. But it is clear that Hawaii is, is trending in the right direction under Timmy Chang. He was a great hire. But more than anything, sometimes fans just got to grow the hell up and, and understand that, you know, these these players don't owe you anything. Especially before they've even signed the dotted line. I mean... I don't know about you guys, but my whole life, I figured I would go to CSU. I mean, my dad was an alum. I grew up following it. It just made sense. But when I was in high school and I was going through the process, you know, 
and, and, you know, you still tour other schools. I, you know, I looked at Greeley, I looked at DU, you know, I looked at CU. I mean, everybody looks at all the local schools and, you know, you think about it. And, and even me who'd always planned on going to CSU, there were moments, you know, where I thought I, I might go to, you know, Greeley or I might try to go to DU. And then I realized I definitely was not smart enough to afford that school. <laughs> But it's a huge decision. You know, at the time, it's probably the biggest decision that you've, you've made in your life. And when you also factor in the athletic component and, you know, the fact that a lot of these guys hope to someday play in the NFL, I mean, there's even more at stake for them. It's just easy to get wrapped up in the excitement of fandom and forget that these are teenagers, you know, trying to, trying to pick their next home. And it's just important to keep that in perspective. Again, CSU fans have been great. I, I don't think I'm really saying anything that most of you don't know anyways. But it's always worth reminding. So, all right, let's move on. Let's talk about some of these 2023 commits. Uh, most recently, the Rams have landed some big-time size in the offensive line. They have bunch three tackles now that are all 6'6 or bigger. Uh, they, they were able to add some intriguing prospects to the wide receiver room, a couple of speedsters. I already mentioned Mason Muau, a kid who could play tight end too. We'll kind of have to see, but good size there. The most recent commits have been for the linebacker room, linebacker slash defensive line, whatever you classify edge as. It's kind of something in between at this point, but uh, really, really athletic prospects in Whitfield, a.k.a. Whit Powell and Drew Rodriguez couple of multi-sport guys that can cover a ton of ground. Going to talk about both of them. Real quick, Nuggets fans, your home for Denver sports coverage is partnering with a leader in sports merchandise and collectibles. DNVR has teamed up with FOCO to secure your access to the best collectibles and gear around. Celebrate the Nuggets back-to-back MVP with this newly released Nikola Jokic MVP bobblehead. Find your fandom with FOCO's other officially licensed gear. Check out their gear and merch for other Denver sports teams, including the new Rocky City bobbleheads and more. Head on over to foco.com. That's F-O-C-O.com. And use the code DNVR for 10% off your order. All right, I also got to give you my DraftKings pick of the week. And if you're a local fan, if you're a big dreamer, there's an opportunity, potentially, to make big money if your favorite teams were to win. And obviously, that's not very realistic. That's betting with your heart and not your head. So I'm not necessarily saying that you should do this. I'm more just giving you the the possibility that it could happen, or I guess I'm just telling you that this exists. If you were to place a two-pick parlay of Colorado State to win the Mountain West and the Denver Broncos to win the AFC West, a $10 wager would pay $1,296. You can do with that information as you please, but it's fun to have a little bit on the line. You don't want to get crazy, obviously, but I mean, it, it gives you a chance to dream. I mean, I didn't think Nikola Jokic's first MVP would cash, and that was an awesome feeling. So, you know, that that's my DraftKings pick of the week. If you make that two-pick parlay against CSU to win the Mountain West, and the Denver Broncos to win the AFC West, you could win a crazy amount of money if that were to happen. Cool, 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 cool. Let's talk about these guys because I'm, I'm pretty intrigued by both of them. Drew Rodriguez is actually a wide receiver and a free safety for Sprague High School. Sprague, Sprague, I'm not sure, high school uh, out in Salem, Oregon. 
had offers from Montana State, Northern Colorado, and Portland State, according to 247 Sports. Uh, Rodriguez also has some posts at a, a variety of non-Western Pac-12 schools as far as unofficial visits go. Watching him on huddle, I mean, this guy is a dynamic playmaker. I'm kind of surprised that he doesn't have more Power 5 interest. It, probably that he'd be a little bit undersized to be a wide receiver. Um, I mean, 6'2", 205 is big enough to play a defensive back. Being recruited to play a linebacker at CSU, though, and I like it because this guy can just cover a ton of ground from sideline to sideline. I mean, when you watch him on his huddle, again, he's a wide receiver and free safety, but he, he runs really smooth, has good ball instincts. Uh, they get him a, the, the ball as a returner as well, just the best athlete on the field. I mean, it, it makes sense that they just try to get him involved in, in every way possible. After the spring game, Jay Norvell was pretty blunt that he wanted to get more athletic at linebacker. I mean, when you when you run the four two five, the guys you have on the field really got to be rangy. They got to be really effective downhill against the run. But obviously, you can't be out there, you know, over pursuing. I mean, it, the linebackers in the four two five are going to be really important, as are you know the defensive backs. But I think when you watch Rodriguez on film, he he looks like a guy that could be very effective. And I, I do think he probably has to put on, you know, maybe 10, 15 pounds of mass, maybe even more like 20, 30 when it's all said and done. But he'll do that over the couple of years he's on campus. And actually, the more I think about it, I mean, the the way defenses are trending anyways are, are smaller and faster. So, you know, maybe really doesn't need to put on a ton of size as long as you're strong enough to, you know, shed blockers and you can effectively tackle, you know, bigger backs in the in the open field and stuff, you're, you're going to be fine. But it just feels like for years, CSU has been chasing offenses, you know, whether it's, you know, linebackers trying to chase the tight end that burns him over the top or DBs getting beat over the top. And this isn't a shot at the, the current players because the defense last year, you know, before everybody got hurt was actually, you know, looking pretty solid especially that front seven. And then, you know, you saw some of the young DBs kind of flash their potential, Jack Howell especially. But as a whole, CSU just has never, at least not in the last 10, 15 years, has never seemingly had the the athletic defenses that teams like Boise State and, and Utah State and obviously San Diego State, who also runs, you know, the 4-2-5 have had. I mean, there have been years where even Air Force has had really athletic defensive backs and linebackers that are flying around there making plays. But for CSU, with a guy like Rodriguez, you know, once he gets his footing at linebacker and he feels comfortable out there, he's just a, a natural playmaker. You know, first team all conference at free safety, wide receiver, and punt returner. You can just see naturally, I mean, that he goes where the ball is. Should also point out that CSU, as, as far as the uh, historical side goes, you know, Joey Porter was a wide receiver in safety in high school, came over. He turned out to be a pretty good linebacker as well. With the right coaching, if you get a guy who's really athletic and, and just sees the game well from, you know, having played it and multiple sides, multiple positions, multiple perspectives, that can be really beneficial at linebacker because he's reading it, breaking it down before it even all happens. And again, you're dependent on you know, the, the coaches doing their job and then teaching these guys, you know, their, their roles. But that's the case with anything. I mean, you're always counting on the coaches to do their job, the players to do their job. It's, you know, kind of obvious, but 
I'm really intrigued by Rodriguez. I, I, I really like the thought process of getting a guy who runs really well, who has good ball skills, who has a ton of, I mean, it's just him making pick six after pick six on huddle. I would love to see him do that at the, the collegiate level. A big part of it will be how he does against the run, but it's clear they they like the way he moves, and as long as he's a sure tackler, he should be rangy enough to to be really effective in this system. Um, I'm pretty intrigued. I'm, I'm pretty excited by all these guys. Uh, Whitfield Powell is the next commit, six foot four, two hundred eleven pounds. He will be playing edge for CSU. Uh, when you watch him on film, kind of playing edge to slash defensive end you can just see that he's a missile downhill. I mean, he's, he's a sprinter too, an all district sprinter. But when you, when you see him coming at the quarterback, it just, it all happens so fast. The, the QBs usually just kind of freeze, you know, it out of panic. He's kind of a lanky guy. And, and I think he'll be especially effective in, in pass rush situations. I'm not sure if he's going to be like a, a three down linebacker. Like I, I do see a Rodriguez being, but, I mean, he does look like a guy that could just absolutely rip it up. I mean, be a double-digit sacks-per-season type pass rusher. I like that he seems to play with a little bit of nastiness. I mean, he's wrapping guys up out there and, and bringing them down hard. I mean, I, I like guys that play with a little bit of edge at edge. But in all seriousness, I, I really do think he could be a steal uh, according to 247 Sports, Powell also has offers from Arizona, Penn, and Washington State, so a couple of Power 5 schools. He took his official visit to CSU back on June 17th. With his commitment, CSU now has commits from 12 different states. Pretty impressive. I think I actually forgot to mention it, but Wits Powell out of Austin, Texas. So the, the Rams, they've been able to land commits now from Utah, Arizona, Illinois, Colorado, Texas, Washington, Oregon, California, Indiana, Virginia, Hawaii, Louisiana, and Oregon. I might have already said Oregon. 12 different states. Rams doing a good job. We're seeing them recruit uh, a lot of similar schools. Obviously, they're, they're very heavy in L.A., which, which makes sense. But establishing those pipelines, they're, they're doing a really nice job. All right, before we go here, I just wanted to talk about being a little bit sporadic this summer as as far as the podcast. No, I know they've been kind of coming out at wonky times. Um, I've I've always really struggled with finding a, a good work-life balance. I mean, I, I just, you know, I've pretty much been going nonstop since 2016. This past year especially was a lot with, you know, going back, and having football camp, you know, going all the way through the football season into basketball, into spring ball, into recruiting. I mean, it, it, it's the job. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm so, so fortunate to have this job. This isn't a, a sob story. And if you want to succeed, you've got to be willing to grind and, and, you know, sacrifice a lot. But I am trying to establish just a little bit better of a balance as, as just for my own sanity and, and health more than anything. And so I can continue to give you guys great coverage. I mean, I think that my passion is a big part of what people like about what I do, both from a writing and social media and podcast perspective. I just, I don't want to become angry and tired and cynical. I mean, there's so many of those writers in this market. We have plenty of that. You know, you guys don't need that. 
So outside of major news, you know, I am kind of really trying to take one or two days where I'm like actually off and not logged in each week in the off season. You know, in the regular season, you got to be locked in all the time and, and you still got to be paying attention all the time, even when you're, you know, quote unquote logged out. But, you know, I, I just, I don't want to get burned out. And I know that the the people that listen to this podcast don't want me to get burned out either. I'm always going to, you know, be consistently bringing you guys content and whenever there's, you know, big news or you know, a new recruit or something like that. I'm going to try and get new content out as timely as possible. That said, I mean, there have been a lot of times in my life where I've been like on a family vacation or something and I'm running away from, you know, a big family dinner to write on the latest recruit. And I I love this stuff, but, you know, you just, you can see that it kind of hurts your loved ones too. So I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm just trying to to be honest uh, about, what my thought process behind all of this is and kind of explain to you guys why uh, from a, a time release person, oh, Lord, I'm getting tongue tied. Explain to you guys why the, yeah, the releases of these podcasts are going to be kind of at sporadic times just for, you know, like a month or so just trying to recharge a little bit. So that's where I'm at. I appreciate all of you guys for continually supporting my content. I've been working on some features, so I'm excited to get those out. I know it's been just kind of, uh, a lot of recruiting updates, but I've been trying to work on some long form stuff while I've had the time. I'm going to get back to my position previews. Uh, I know we kind of went away from that because we were leaning so heavily into recruiting, but I started that at the end of May, beginning of June. I guess I should reshare the old ones again, get everybody back in that mindset. But uh, yeah, that's all I have for today. Shout out to all of you for continually supporting all of my content. We'll have more of it in the next couple of days. Uh, Yeah, much love. Peace. Scummy like Martin Scarelli Turn jam into jelly Then drink it like juice But water's the truth So I sip on that too Skinny looking kid With no car keys Like the only thing I drive Is RCRV He's got the stash Like Steve Harvey Oh I'm gnarly Like non